Spur Corporation, which owns restaurants such as Spur, Panarotti's and John Dory's, reported interim results this morning for the six months to December 31st. Headline earnings fell 25% a year earlier, rather, but that has to do really with a BE deal Spur did with Grand Parade Investments. Excluding that, profits were up, restaurant sales were also stronger. On the line now to explain this to us and also talk a bit about the group's uh, restaurant strategy going forward is Spur CEO Pierre Fantonde. Pierre, thank you for your time today. Absolute pleasure. Briefly, won't you just talk us through how that share-based payment charge has impacted your headline earnings? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a 39 million rand charge that's gone through. Um, unfortunately, I'm not up to speed with, uh, with, with FS2, but basically it's affected the headlines earnings at 39%. But as a company, you know, we always look at what we call a comparable operating profit, which grew at 15.3%. Then we look at the, the turnover, which grew at 14% consolidated as a group. And then even if you look on the, uh, on the, um, on the dividend as well, which is, is reflected as 8%, without the, uh, without the extra shares being out there, the dividend would have been up 20%. So from an accounting treatment point of view, um, it doesn't look so pretty. But overall, from an operating point of view, we are, I think, in today's current market conditions, um, more, than, uh, more than happy, more than satisfied. Great. Spur Corporation planning to open 21 new restaurants across its operation. That, I think, a good indication of that strong operating profit you spoke to. The group owns, as I mentioned, uh, Panarati's, John Dory's, also Captain Dorego's in the lower-income market, the Hussar Grill restaurants in the Western Cape, and then recently acquired a majority stake in the gourmet burger startup Rocco Mamas. In terms of growth and earnings opportunity going forward, which of these brands is it, Pierre? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Spurs been uh, the crown in, in sort of in the jewel, jewel in the crown, so to speak, for many, 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 many years. Uh, I mean, it still is. Mm-hmm. But one must say that uh, we've really also been excited with the Panerotti's growth at 25% uh, over the last year or so, uh, and it's really making inroads into the very competitive pizza pasta market. Um, John Dory's unfortunately suffered from uh, didn't have too many openings in its first six months, but we are opening five in the second period. Um, Captain Dorigo is still work in progress. Um, to be quite frank, I think we would have liked to have been further down the line in terms of the consolidation of that brand. Uh, we've got an excellent guy who leads the team there. However, if you look at the economic factors affecting the South African consumer in that sector of the market, those guys have really been the hardest hit. Mm. But having said that, we would have also opened 13 new Captain Dorigos by the 30th of June. So that is still work in progress. Um, I, I reckon another, at least another probably 12 months or so to, to consolidate that brand and get the margins up to where we want them in comparison with the other brands that we have. So opportunities across all the brands there. I'm not sure if you want to talk to perhaps the new startup that you've acquired, Roko Mamas, some um, growth and expansion plans there? Yeah, I think the first one I'd like to say is obviously Hassar. You know, we bought Hassar uh, with six restaurants. We've we sold two franchises. We're currently busy uh, getting into what I would call the Joburg market. Uh, we're currently busy with four negotiations, which we should finalize. So mm. in the calendar year, we're hoping to do four. When it comes to Rockamamas, uh, again, it's, uh, we're pretty fortunate in the sense that Brian Eldridge, our, our partner, has been a franchisee of ours for, for quite a number of years in the Spur brand. And um, he approached us about two or three years ago where he wanted to start this. And uh, we said, well, you, you go ahead and... Um, when you've kind of got it all together. So he's got it all together. He's got, uh, currently he's got five stores. Uh, we're looking at probably doing a, at least another six or seven uh, in this calendar year. 
um, and that's probably all in the Joburg base. I haven't thought about Cape Town or Durban yet. But it's a very, it's a very edgy brand uh, mm. in that sense. So I think it's, um, uh, there's great potential to grow it. Um, but if you compare it to, it's, it's got big brothers within the stable now. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how, how it all develops. But exciting times for us, definitely. Absolutely. It does look like opportunities across the board. But as you mentioned, Spurs still the jewel in the crown, accounting for 80% of local restaurant sales um, by mm. far the lion's share in the period under review. Let's look further afield. Spur has opened restaurants in Perth, Australia. We know there are lots of South Africans there. Also in the United Kingdom. Is it going to be ramping up expansion in these countries or downscaling? Now, in, in Australia, what we've been, uh, uh, our strategy has been wanting to franchise as many of the outlets as we can. Uh, in this period, we, we bought the 50% shareholder out of Panerati's in Penrith, so we own 100% of that, and we own 100% of Silver Spur, which we are currently in negotiations to sell under franchise. So by the 30th of June this year, uh, all, our, all our Australian operations will be under franchise. Then in October, November, we have another three franchises opening up in Australia as well. So uh, the Australian model will be in its tra- traditional format as per isn't from a franchising perspective. So that's showing, to, that's showing some good numbers for us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in the UK? What, um, the UK, it's, it's been a tough area for us uh, in the sense I think we've, uh, the models have been very difficult for us in terms of labour and in terms of food costs. Uh, although we do good turnovers, uh, the, the model in itself from a labor point of view and, and, and such, it hasn't been a great time for us as well. And I think, you know, people go to London and they have a look and they say, well, all the London restaurants are busy, but go to, you know, go to Milton Keynes or go to Norwich or go to Peterborough and you'll see that, you know, the restaurant branded business out there, it's a very, very tough market. So our intention is to have a look at our current lease situation, which, which has got value. We're busy building a new format spur, which is a very much a smaller one. Uh, Rips Burgers Wings, I see. Rips RBW, yes. correct, yeah. And piloting that, have you started piloting that? Yes, we okay. started in, we started building in a place called Corby, and then we're just looking at another one in Glasgow. And of course, again, you'll have to look at how the performance rates in terms of the investment. Uh, we're feeling fairly confident and bullish, and we think... Uh, with all our research that we've done there and the pain that we've taken there, that we, we have a recipe that could be a franchisable entity going forward. But you've got to showcase two people and see what it looks and feels like. Pierre, we've heard a lot about load shedding at the moment because of the neg- negative impact it's having on businesses' operations and therefore their earnings, which are out at the moment. Of course, mm. those power outages must be impacting Spur. Having said that, do you still feel like there's lots of opportunity uh, domestically here in South Africa? I do, you know. I think you know we've pr- probably got out there 220, 230 generators. We've uh, our next six to 12 to 18 months strategies to make sure that uh, all our guys get generators permission uh, permitting from uh, landlords and such like and so forth. So we do have a plan to to negate uh, the negativity of load shedding, um, but it's 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 it is a problem. Uh, we we got affected in November and December last year. Luckily, not to a massive percentage, but definitely it, it, it eroded our uh, turnovers in certain areas. But having said that, you know, um, with, uh, with the budget speech coming out yesterday, uh, I think um, I've just done a presentation as well. And South, Af- South African consumers are very resilient, you know, and if, as long as you provide value uh, and you drive those values, whether it's the Monday Night Burger, whether it's the club, or whether it's this and so forth, there's always an opportunity to trade, and it just, you just got to kind of wake up early in the morning, that's all. 
Absolutely, and you, I noticed that your Spur Family Card, the loyalty card, is now attracting 16,000 new members every month. 1.8 million active members overall who are accounting for 41% of your restaurant sales. That's no small figure. So as you say, there is, there is uh, money to be made. Yeah, I mean, you know, in terms of, we also say franchisee profitability is a, is a critical element of, of any model that, that, that we do. Mm. So, you know, we, we're also looking from a procurement perspective and our strategy with Vector and our whole procurement infrastructure investment uh, is ensuring that our franchisee's margin is maintained as well because he's critical to, to our success as well. Pep Fantunde is the CEO of Spur.